Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, on September 8th, AEG Presents is thrilled to announce Burt Kreischer live at Red Rocks Amphitheater Wednesday, September 8th. So, look, no matter what show you see at Red Rocks, it's going to be great. No matter what genre of music, no matter who's performing, Burt Kreischer is going to be there September 8th. He's an American stand-up comedian, actor, writer, and host. He performs to sell-out crowds across the country, and he's coming to Red Rocks. The guy's hilarious, so make sure to get your tickets. All you need to do is download the Red Rocks app before you visit, which you should already have, to be honest. It's a great app, super easy to purchase your tickets to your favorite show or concert. And like I said, Burt Kreischer is coming to Red Rocks Wednesday, September 8th. He's joined by Mark Norman. Get your tickets to this thing fast. Download the Red Rocks app today. Grab your tickets to see Burt Kreischer with Mark Norman September 8th at the best venue in the world at Red Rocks. Are we live? There we are. Oh, boy. It's not. (laughs) What is up, everybody? Welcome into Las Vegas. Bring up the energy. Bring the lasers. Bring the bald eagle screech. Bring the motorcycle. Let's go! Uh, we are presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMDR when you sign up and gamble on sports, gamble on summer league, become a, a crazy gambler. Tomorrow night, I'm telling you, I've been telling you, don't take the Nuggets, and you've been winning a lot of money off of that tonight. Guess what I'm telling you? Take the Nuggets did, tomorrow. Did we ever find out who they're playing? Yes, as the Phoenix Suns, who are a terrible summer league team. They lose yeah. tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. the Western week. Conference semifinal rematch? The rematch is a chance for an actual <laughs> revenge. You know what's funny night. is from the Nuggets' perspective, the roster is not that different. It's kind of like it's not that similar <laughs> so than true. the team they trotted out. For they the should team. get Faku. Like, Faku would come off the bench right. still if he was around. No, yeah. Faku, like, wouldn't, he wouldn't get let into Ball Arena because he doesn't look like an NBA player. He definitely would not even so get let into Thomas and Mack. It's so true. They'd be like, are you a blogger? So tonight, <laughs> that's an insult, man. Come on. That's, I know. That's <laughs> internationally decorated champion. Uh, so tonight we have a fun show for you guys. It's our final night in Vegas. You can see we have a lot of beer here for us to consume. I'm probably going to consume a lot of them. Vote had the simplest challenge anybody's ever had. I don't know. We have some guests, by the way. I'm gonna, we're, they're going to be coming on in just a second. We got good buddies of mine. Doyle Raider, one of the top names. Doyle second, second only to, to Bones Highland, the right. second best yeah. name in the world, only behind Bones Highland. <laughs> and then, of course, we got Kirk Henderson. Um, so you, Who you know as the ice guy. The ice guy. Yeah, we got him a nice, fresh, a deep cup. <laughs> fresh cup. What, what do you have nice to say about Kirk, though? You were putting Doyle's name up there with Bones Highland. Yeah. You're just like, and Kirk. And Kirk. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. So we're going to have them on in, in just a bit. We're going to talk about Seth Part now. We are three tiers into a five-tier system on the NBA. Oh, boy. And there's some controversy Oh, here. God. I love it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk Jamal Murray as Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. I have not even looked at these rankings oh, yet, so I'm very, very excited. That makes me extremely excited. <laughs> um, and then we're going to take your listener questions and do all of that. Um, but first, Harrison. Vegas final day. You still got the energy? Day yeah, three. no, I'm I'm good. Like I could be in Vegas for a while. It doesn't it doesn't get to me like gets to the common folk. So I'm you good. know what the person watching wow. at home probably? <laughs> yeah, wow, that was that was actually a subtle as a flex and an insult. Look at 
comparison. The deep laugh, the deep belly laugh, man. I've seen it more times on this trip than I've seen like in dude eight weeks prior. Wind's letting his hair down. Vegas wind. Vegas wind <laughs> stonks her up. So I, here's what I was gonna say. People don't know that watching from home. You know, Harrison's the handsome one. He's the professional one. Whatever. I've always I disagreed with that, but <laughs> but um, but what people don't know, he has. A frat level to him. That's true. Oh my god. Harrison's like frat boy score is way higher than people realize. (laughs) Eric, you agree with me on this, right? Uh, He doesn't fully. Why? Because I ordered a salad at dinner last night. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you're from Boulder and you have a jawline. jawline. (laughs) But also just because he's actually like a really good, you know, drinker. He can do it. Oh yeah, Harrison's like we've all like this. hit walls, and he I am just, so like, sad runs right through. Them. He's just ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that University of Colorado education. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, totally hitting a wall. You wouldn't believe it. He's reading philosophy, but he's pretending to read philosophy books. It's Brendan Vote. <laughs> Have you know I'm 25 pages in, buddy. Oh my gosh, 25 pages. That's when bro. you know that Vote's ready to leave Vegas. He whips out the philosophy book. He's on the LeBron James <laughs> reading plan, where it's like always on the first <laughs> the page. First page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sits at his he sits in his locker room and he just like what's your favorite thing about malcolm x <laughs> anyway like i smart said smart guy to get out of vegas doyle we have a beer for you, you gotta grab one you gotta be uh, okay i got you <laughs> doyle's not afraid of shakage um so if you guys have some questions uh want you guys to send those into us <laughs> throw him a beer this is the doyle i remember <laughs> it's exploded everywhere <laughs> absolutely ridiculous um so if you guys have some questions for us you know hit us up um we do have, I, I want to spend this first segment kind of going over these. And we actually had a great one coming in from our guy, uh, Josh Bennett, down there from Down Under. He had a great one. I don't what know. That, that? I, I don't was know. That, um, that was offensive. Dude, earlier I did, what did I do? A pirate or something? And it was like, <laughs> we actually don't know what it is. Uh, Josh Burnett, though, he asked a great question. He says, What are the low key, underrated, and overrated things mm. about Las Vegas? Can I go first? Please. You can have this whole segment, actually. Like to take yeah. the entire city. <laughs> Dude, you're such a, listen to this. See what I'm saying? Yeah. This yeah. is what I'm talking about. Weakness. Yeah. Weakness. This is the philosopher. This philosopher is here. <laughs> philosopher take. All right. I'm going to, uh, there's a couple here. Underrated food. Yeah. Underrated what? food. What are you talking about? It's just a commercial chain of shit you could get in your hometown, but it's overpriced. Oh, here comes big market vote over here. <laughs> like, like, oh. Here he is all of a sudden. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's like, oh, just a sellout television. I'm just upset because I asked the waitress if Mr. Ramsay was there. <laughs> and she was A, not amused, and B, he wasn't. Well, she probably gets that question at least and 20 times a night. Is this the real Caesar's Palace? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Las Vegas, or, or the burger last night, a top five burger of all time. I had it. The Gordon Ramsay. The salad I had was very good. The salad you got. The salad. Nine out of ten. That's that's an underrated thing about. It. Give me an underrated thing about Las Vegas. <sighs> underrated thing. Um, There's a lot of things. You are right. You're not wrong. <laughs> I am joking. The, uh, it's a great time. The, the the jolt of oxygen you get when you walk through the casino. That that feeling of just like what? I'm I'm alive. Oxygen? Do you mean like, cigarettes? I was gonna say it's arguably the <laughs> the worst oxygen in all of America. Really. Yeah. They what? Yeah, they, they pump, pump an oxygen, oxygen into the casino. But you can't yeah. notice that because you're breathing in. Kirk says secondhand. they pump in oxygen, which sounds they insane. do. Really, they pump in oxygen. Yes. So you're actually breathing good oxygen. So here. you sitting at that oxygen bar truly was oh, a rip off. Yeah. Really did not I did, need to. Do I did that. pay for oxygen on this trip. There is no oxygen. There. That is so true. <laughs> All right, give me one. Come on, underrated. No, I'm. I, yeah, I got. I've got to really think about this. Underrated. We. We. I told you this question like five minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, one th- um, Fremont is underrated because yeah. it's uh, old and buried, but it's still worth going to. I like the way that there's like a really thin sheet of ice between you and just the darkest parts of reality yeah. in Vegas yeah. at all times. You're just yeah. skating on top of hell. So that's cool. like look forward. Don't look to the side. That's right. Like, yeah. Don't really, look down. Really. And tread lightly. It. Yeah. Um, overrated gambling. Just gambling in general. So wrong. Overrated. So wrong. So it's wrong. overrated. He's right. Yeah. It's just overrated, man. You've never won. You've never. <laughs> no, won. I've won. I've won. The house won. always wins, man. Um, he says his favorite thing is the being able to drink in the street. I do agree with that. Yeah. That's a great point. Like, Un- yeah. Underrated, uh, CVS and Walgreens. Oh, <laughs> that's where you. What? By the way, if yeah, you come really out, selling Las Vegas poorly. He's right. If you come out next year, which many of you members should do, we'll get a little DNVR party. Best bang for your buck, alcohol wise. Harrison's yeah. not lying. Walgreens. Walgreens. Yeah. 
Yeah, to, right. every, oh, to every single one. Yeah, CBS oh, so, attached so to every clutch. single hotel. So here's the thing. This is actually the. This is man. It's so ghetto. But I've, you know what? It never leaves you. I just I still do it this way. Last night we're hitting over the Cosmo, right? Fancy bar. That's right. So what do we do? CVS grab grab our liquor, walk into the Cosmo because that's the same. You can't tell. You get that at the bar. You get that at mm-hmm. CVS. Nobody knows. And you do it. And it's, it's well. Great. Now they know. Well, now they know. Um, somebody, uh, Corey here. Trick. Will there be media availability with the front office soon to announce new signings and get possibly some MPJ clarity? You know, a lot of people have asked this one. I- I've said repeatedly. You know, my conversations with people in the front office that it's like, it is funny what becomes a thing. Because I don't remember five years ago, like signing right away your extension. The first moment you can do this is like, hey, you if you have to do it. And if not, does it mean anything? This is a recent thing where people are starting to do that. I don't think it's a thing. I think that the Nuggets just like, oh, look, Michael Porter was out here. If you were having contentious conversations with your organization, I'm guessing you wouldn't be chumming it up at, at courtside of the game. Yeah, but I'm also guessing MPJ is not like involved in those conversations. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a so, good point. so it's probably just like not his. Don't you think this deal is compounded just by the fact that that's how it went down with Murray? Not not just like right away, but also early. And so now people, it's going to be early. It, Look, that I, it has to be early. Michael Porter will be will sign this offseason. Like, or are you going on record again? By the way, everything we say is on record. It's recorded. So I, I love it is on record. Do that <laughs> is off the record good. Yeah. But, uh, well, no, I'm just saying, you know, no, it's going it's to happen. I just, I'm not that worried about it. You know, it was great to see him out yeah, here. Yeah, I'm not worried about it either. So, um, but, but to the question, no, I don't think they'll have a formal availability with no. Tim and, like talking I about think the this. Nug- we're, uh, the Nuggets are, are like 48 hours away from going dark for, for four weeks because yes. that's, that's their real off season. Right. You know, we're talking to a lot of them going home, you know, you know, going away or whatever it is. Visit well, and this or that. The, like the Nuggets coaches and staffers have pretty much been working straight for two years. Mm. You know, point. there really wasn't much of an off season this time last year. So this is like the really the first total dead period there's going to be in two years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, everybody here is looking forward to it, too. It's like yeah. funny to hear everybody's conversation. Like, um, are you guys, we get this one from the alien. Are you guys spiking or doing... The kind of buzzed all the time Vegas thing. People don't know this. I'm a downhill runner. I've said this. Not <laughs> yeah. a marathon runner. I'm a downhill. We know that because you've you said it like it. six times. I have said it like six times. Hours. Never lied. Uh, never I've been, ex- with the exception of like actual Nuggets coverage, I've been pretty buzzed since I got here. <laughs> I just feel like being sober in Vegas is like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. It's been very. Um, Odd just to be around vote when he's been drinking constantly because I <laughs> I feel like I can't tell when you're buzzing and when you're sober. You hide it very well. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's good. No, yeah, you used you, to be a very destructive. You drunk, hide it so. very well. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, uh, I've wanted some one-on-one time with Harrison Wynn for about three years, and we're roommates now <laughs> thanks to a very tight budget. And I just want to say, it's been great. It has been great. I'm a big Harrison Wynn guy, if you didn't know. <laughs> Does he have a question here? What's the difference between a foul against the Laker and a foul against the Nuggets? Serious question. And this one's coming from effing the inevitable. Effing the inevitable. Um, I don't – I honestly don't buy that. Like, look, I'm the biggest Lakers hater on earth. Honest to God, there's nobody that hates Lakers more than me. It's a fact. And they have a million built-in <laughs> – what's that? Anthony Irwin. Really <laughs> <hates them. laughs> that's funny. But, but – I will say that's one I don't go into. Like, does LeBron James get calls? Does Anthony Davis? Yes, those are stars. But guess what? If LeBron went to the Cleveland Cavaliers again, he would also get called. It wasn't like when he was in Cleveland, he wasn't getting calls. So it's a superstar thing, and the Lakers happen to have superstars. But if you ask me just like, is Alex Caruso getting the benefit of the doubt? No. Well, when he was there, no, of course not. So um, I, to me, I have the Lakers. I have a million oh, wow. conspiracies. We've got 11 one down votes on the show now. Good job, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, you you take this one. No, yes. no, you're doing great. I just want to badger and pester from the side. You're doing a good job. Thank I'm buddy. kidding. You're not doing ah, a good shit. job. You're doing as bad a job as you were at your uh, keep your jersey your jersey challenge. Um, that challenge was was like low key. You gave me 30 minutes. I had 10, 15 of at, that goes to a posting on that internet. Can I swap you out now? Can we swap you out? Can I bring Doyle on? Can I bring my my, my main man on? Yeah, fine. <laughs> hey, look, I'm, I'm happy. Today. If it's for Doyle, I'm happy. You to... brought sandals to the show too. Like people were very, <laughs> very offended in the comment section. <laughs> I'll just go home. <laughs> just kidding. We love you both. All right, look at my main Yo, man, you, Doyle. You know, underrated. You know you're my dog. You... <laughs> <laughs> we we've some like many times together. Says, 
Everybody gets to know the yeah, Kobe. Oh God, that's so true. The Kobe beef up on on Twitter. Uh, oh. Dallas Mavericks fan. Uh, <laughs> very clearly, the Lakers get the benefit of the doubt. Of course, always. That's that's just their thing. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does Luca get the calls? No. Does LeBron? <laughs> yes. Does Luca get? Call? I love this already. We're going full homer. Um, but here's, I want to ask you this: If I were to tell you at summer league, you have 30 minutes to find one jersey, somebody wearing a jersey in the stands or in the hallway, whatever, of all 30 teams, could you do it? All 30 in how long? 30 minutes. You have 30 minutes. You have to take, it's like take a photo of somebody in a jersey. I, I could so, get 20. I was just there, and it was. It was rough this year, though. But I mean, it was a little rough. It was a little rough like, this year. I get it, COVID and stuff. Like yeah. it, but I've seen stuff on the street <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, the, stuff was, the whole, the whole, the whole pandemic. Yeah, you know, I heard of it. It, it kind of has been killing people. Uh, uh, yeah, no, the uh, the jerseys were not oh, as popular. <laughs> Hey man, I got a governor who's like trying to say, "Hey, everything's fine," and out in Texas, like nothing's fine. Okay, it's toil coming right in hot. Yeah, coming right in hot. So, <laughs> no. For, for the record, was your answer no? I could not do that. No, not not. What would you get? How many would you get? Would you guess? Fifteen. Oh wow, that's right. We'll vote. You have a, you have somebody in your corner over here. Toil's in your on your side with it. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, Dallas has maybe the least interesting summer league team, I would say, this year. Yeah. They got a rough squad. Ooh, that's great uh, for them. Loss and do double overtime. <laughs> you, you guys uh, do have Josh Green, who seemed like he was yeah, he, destined. He's not playing. He's not playing. Oh, because oh, he, he was played for the Olympics? Playing the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, he, he was destined at one time to be a nugget, it seemed like, last it's, year. Uh, so what? Kirk, what's what, what was the the box score? Was it Tyrell Terry? Did he carry the team? Because uh, covering he, the he team had here? some good threes. <laughs> it was uh, it was a mess. Somebody, somebody's joking in the comments that I hope the next guest is more plastered. Did I say, did I, <laughs> you guys don't know. It's just Doyle. It's yeah. actually not. That's just these. This is honestly just how I roll. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do in Vegas? Name is. Are Do you not here? Come here. <laughs> All right, I got two quick items here to go with you over both of you guys. So J.R. Smith, um, Denver Nugget legend, he yep. is trying to he's going back to college. Cool. He's going back to college, but he's also wanting to play golf. He's wanting to play golf. He's seeing if he has eligibility, which, first of all, I don't know how NCAA works. Nobody does. Nobody, no, nobody seems to understand because I didn't think it was like he is a professional athlete. He wasn't a professional golfer. But right. it seems weird that he would qualify to be a, uh, you know, he would be able to go back and be an amateur golfer now in college and, and use the scholarship. Is this a heartwarming story to you, Harrison, or is this ridiculous? What, like, how do you I feel about this? I could not give a shit about this story. <laughs> like, I really could care less what Jerry Smith does. I think, it's an, all right, Doyle, <laughs> I'm gonna go to you. Can he play as well as Tony Romo? That's uh, that's my question. Oh man, just get, getting something Dallas adjacent into this is possible. But I mean, Tony Romo is like a scratch golfer. So like, what's Jr. doing? The one interesting uh, fact I saw in this story: George Carl has been very active online this week. He's been very active. <laughs> Chimed in on this and said that um, I oh no, it wasn't George Carl. Sorry, it was Woody Page. Woody Page, okay. legendary Denver sports writer. Um, sorry, George. He has been very active on Twitter, though. Woody Page came in next. Woody Page came in and said, "I used to live next to Jr. on Cherry Creek Golf Course. He is a very good golfer." You know, it's a, someone with three-point shooters are good golfers. Yeah, it's a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And then like Michael Jordan, Steph, not that yeah. guy. Well, Steph's like an incredible. Like Steph could be a professional golfer, but this is anecdotal. But I like all my like shooter, you know, friends that were shooters in college or. or uh, yeah, or high school, it's like the repetition players. thing. Yeah, man, there has to be something to it. I'm telling you, ten years from now, we're gonna really understand the brain, and we'll make great golfers and shooters everywhere. 
<laughs> I thought you guys would be a lot more excited about this. I was wondering, like, so if J.R. Smith, because at first you read the story and he's like, he's going back to college to get his degree. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. You know, good for him. Good, People great. Go and continue yeah. their education. Then it's like, and he wants to play golf. And I kept thinking, like, you think it's going to be like his, like, like Dude. high school, like, are regular college students where they just don't go to school? No, well, I can't believe I'm going to have this take, but it's going to be like when J. Cole played in the African League. He's going to take a spot away from oh, right, a student yeah, athlete yeah. who deserves it. Can you imagine somebody getting their <laughs> Scholarship revoked. They're like, I'm sorry, I know we promised you. Yeah, that. no, we got J.R. Smith joining the really team. Really good man. for the program. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a reference though. J. Cole in like the African League. Right. Oh my goodness. It's the like, same thing. Yeah. yeah. No big story. Yeah. <laughs> I got that was that was kind of a big deal. All right. Last story before the, the much needed first break here. Carmelo and <laughs> Carmelo's on the Lakers. This actually happened a while back. We just didn't even reference it. Yeah. But I kind of want your take on this one here, Harrison. Like. You know, Melo, we boo him. Uh, I've said we're not allowed to, though. We're not allowed to. I've I've said the relationship to Carmelo Anthony is is more complicated than people lead on. People still like him and have fond memories of him, but kind of hate him until he retires or this or that. But I gotta say, man, going to the Lakers, my level of hatred went from like comfortable hatred to now I'm like, dude, I I really, really, I never want the Lakers to succeed. I really don't want them to succeed now. Really, because it didn't have that effect with me, like. Melo's just playing with his buddy LeBron, who he's wanted to play with his entire career. And now, like, he finally gets a chance to do it. I don't hate Melo anymore now because he's on the Lakers. Then I, I didn't like him with the Knicks or the Blazers. I, it's it, grosser. It's, it's not about hating the guy. It's just it's like gross. It's just like Melo is such at the final point of his career. And he had, what, one moment for the Blazers in that, in that series against Denver. He's just such an afterthought right now. Yeah. It just, it didn't really tip the scales for me. Yeah. Do you, who's the guy in Dallas that is the mellow, like, is was beloved, but now is hate, like changed? Kirk has an answer for us here. It's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> Kirk is the guy. Kirk. Well, Kirk, no. like, it's me. I'm the one that's hated. Hopefully, hopefully it's not Calvin Booth now. That's the that's the weird part about it. Everyone hates Kirk. Is there an ex Mav though? That's like the the. Jason Kidd? Mark, yeah, is on, it Jason Kidd? It's not Jason Kidd. <laughs> the head coach. Honestly, that's a that's a great question, and I've never actually thought about it. Well, you would know. I think you would. There'd be a guy like if there was one, you would know. It sounds to me like maybe there's just not one. Uh, Finley when he, he got bought out it's, and sent count. to the. Uh, Nobody to the, can hate Finley, man. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's the closest thing. I think really? it, it was. There was a lot of animosity when he got bought out because of all of that contract stuff, but. That was that was about it. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work out with Melo in the Lakers. Like I'm weirdly. Oh what? no! Wait, sorry, Rondo. Everyone hates Rondo. Oh that's yeah. Good, the thing is, yeah, is that's a good one. A, a map. Right, and like Celtic. I never cared about that. Yeah. And like yeah, Rondo's a Celtic. Yeah. I think honestly, Melo is kind of like there's not a lot of other Mellows. Maybe. Yeah, that's kind of true. Right. Uh, <laughs> why you're going to be a fan favorite here in just a second. Let's hit our first break. On the other side, we're going to get into Seth Partnow's tears up on the athletic. He does it, but Seth Partnow, great writer, good thinker, friend of ours. Great guy. Really great guy. Like, And he spends time. Like, player ratings can be really dumb. He puts a lot of time and effort into these. And But the they're tears, time, not they're rankings. Tears. They're, not, they're not rankings. They're Very tears. Qu- I actually think important we'll, qualifier. We'll talk about this on the other side, but we're going to get into it. And then we have some math guys here. Jokic guy myself. Something of a Jokicman. Uh, we're going to talk about Luka Jokic. Who who belongs in a higher tier? Well, is it going to be definitive going Luka. forward? We'll, we'll talk about that on the other side. Let's hit our first break. Uh, yeah, I wish I had some of these right now. We tried to find them here in in Vegas. We went onto the Breck Brew Beer Locator. They were here. No, they weren't. I went <laughs> I went to a spot where they were supposed to have Breck Brew and they did not have any. Um, so we came away with these terrible beers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. You can pick some up from your local liquor store. You can pick some up from the Breck Brew Farmhouse. Make sure you have some on hand for Nuggets versus Suns tomorrow from Las Vegas. Um, You might need some of that to get through that summer league game based on how these first two have gone. Anyway, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Also, at manscaped.com, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR. Again, use that at manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping 
Make sure to pick up the Lawnmower 4.0. It's got that 4000K LED spotlight, different blade length sizes one through four. If you get the performance package 4.0, you get the travel bag, which is a $39 value. Uh, great for all trips. I actually brought mine with me to Vegas this weekend. Yeah. Thank you, Kirk. I say this every time. The most underrated part about the uh, performance package 4.0 is a travel bag. Uh, get it for 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. All right. Can we tag team you out now? Yes. For Kirk, for Kirk, come on over here, man. Please. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doyle can drink some more beer. <laughs> All right. So Seth Part now, every single year, everybody say hi to Kirk. Uh, so every year, Seth Part now does this uh, tiers. And I got to say, first of all, I hate player rankings more than even Seth does. And Seth talks about it. But I will say, tiers, I can understand tiers. I do think tiers work because you could fit a broad, like, you could say, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's coming back in. I'm sorry, man. There's rankings. They're still rankings. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're just in alphabetical order. I, but a tier, I can understand. Like, if you told me, because we do this all the time, like, who's the best players at LeBron or KD, right? Or Giannis or whatever. I'm like, you know what? They're in the same tier. It doesn't matter the margins here. Are you with me on this? Yeah. Okay. I like them. I like all right. the tiers. <laughs> they're now having their own like, little side podcast in the back here. Um, so the Nuggets ones, the Nuggets ones uh, on this list here, in the fifth tier, in the fifth tier, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to scroll down here to remember. I had these bookmarked, and now I can't. Uh, and now I can't find them. You've never heard these at all. Nuggets did not have a player in the fifth tier. They did not have a player in tier number five. They only had Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon in tier number. I love it. He, not only does he have tiers, he also puts them in like A and B. Uh, he ha he has them in four B. Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. in four B. And just to give you a reference of who is in this tier alongside with him, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Who I love, who I love, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Karis Levert. I'm trying to find like more wings, like camperable wings. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is in this tier. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, OG Ananobi, Tobias Harris. Um, and then let me see. Chris Stapps Porzingis also in this tier. I'm trying to find Chris some Dallas Mavericks for you. not on the list. Uh, let's see He's if, if he gets healthy. Yeah. You're not a Chris Stapps guy. No, because his tombstone's going to say, if he gets healthy. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I will write those stories. Can I curse? Yeah, I have, I have asked asked Whatever. Um, so, Kirk, honestly, though, were you... Chris Stapps, to me, is the most frustrating... Like, one of the most frustrating players in the NBA. Because it was so clear, in my opinion, their rookie season, that Jokic was the better player at the time. Yes. And that Jokic was, you know, like had this runway to be this and i felt like i was taking crazy pills that nobody that wasn't universally agreed upon now it is but were you always on the like chris Tapps is pretty overrated train or was there a moment in time you thought man this is the next great thing he was pretty fun as a rookie uh but fun. that was that was really it uh he started getting hurt then and he's never been the same i mean i kind of compare him to a north south running back where he's lost his fastball because he can't he can't go fast anymore. He, he he's just he's yeah mixed metaphors. Um, he, he he's he's just unable to to move quickly. He never really had great lateral movement. Now he doesn't have any. He's a really he's too tentative. He's afraid to go downhill. Um, he has had something like fourteen lower body injuries that have resulted in missed time. Wow! And when you're seven 14? foot, mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was that many. Well, I mean, you, like you roll the ankle, like for a guy like yeah. him, he's seven foot two. You, you sprain your ankle and you miss six games because you're worried about the biomechanics up to the knee, up to the hip, all this sort of stuff. Whereas, you know, a guard does it. They play through it. There's less current. There's less uh, uh, issue for concern. Uh, Jared Dubin of 538 discovered basically that, that players over 7-1, I want to say it was, by the, if, by the time they get to their fifth or sixth season, if they haven't, if, if that's when they start to like start to fall off a cliff in terms of uh, percentage of games played every year. Well, Porzingis has only played 60% of his total career games. Well, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's not that's good crazy. enough. That's an underrated part, too, when we talk about players like knock on wood, but like Yoke's there, man. He's the, available. The all greatest is, ability, available. not to be all Ben Gollivery, but yeah. the greatest ability is availability. <laughs> I feel like there's greater abilities. Jokic is different, <laughs> but you can't Yo score Jokic if you're not playing. Does it all. That, well, that's another part of this. Exactly. Is it's like, is Porzingis a better three point shooter than Jokic? No, Maybe. No, he's like, not. He shoots it quicker. He shoots it. He shoots more. He does shoot more. It's, it's a. It's like a beeline. It's kind of like a Chandler Parsons like beeline. She's thirty five percent from three. Who cares? That's yeah. league average. I mean, 
Eat it. That's pretty good for a seven two like seven him. three guy. Yeah. Yeah. No Luca, Luca, um, well, Porzingis yeah, stuff. Not, no Luca. Well, of course, but uh, the Luca Porzingis stuff, like you know, we heard the reports. They're not sure. exactly friends. Well, people don't realize most NBA players aren't friends. Are not like friends. Most, yeah, like everybody thinks these they're guys are all. Like, yeah, yeah. They, have, they don't dislike each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're colleagues, but. It right. sounds like with that, them, that's the best way to put it. They're colleagues, but well, they are colleagues. But it sounds like the they also uh, maybe they actually maybe don't like each other. It seems like, and I thought you could even see this visually on the court. And then some of the comments come out. Is this much to do about nothing? Do you think, or is there something? Is there some smoke? There's fire here. What Either think? one of you guys. Um, I don't see it. I've been, well, I haven't been in a locker room in like over a year. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't see it. I've never seen it in person. I obviously am not like privy to what's going on behind the scenes, what I'm not allowed to see as a member of the media. I've just never seen it. Um, Luca gets along with everyone that he wants to get along with. So that's... I know the type. I know the type, though, where it's like you don't... These types of players don't have energy for guys if you don't respect them. And that's what the thing with Porzingis. A lot of teammates teammates don't have have respect for Porzingis, it seems. Well, from some of the whispers that I've heard is that Porzingis earnestly thought he was going there and Luca was going to be his wingman. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't understand that that mindset. I mean, it's it had had you know, those, dude. There's so many players like this in the NBA. I mean, Schroeder just mm, just lost. I mean, seventy-nine million dollars because he thought this. Like, imagine he, he just Nerlens so Noel. Yeah. He really oh works. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it should be the Schroeder. He Schroeder did it. Sorry. Um. Okay. So I want to ask you guys though now about some of the Nuggets guys because you know you've seen Michael Porter now and you've mm-hmm. seen Aaron Gordon. When I mentioned names, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Boyan Bogdanovich, Karis LeVert, Dylan Brooks, I guess Dylan Brooks more of a guard, Mikael Bridges, OG Ananobi. It's funny because to me, I'm almost offended for Mikael Bridges and OG Ananobi. I'm listening sure. to those names. Uh, those like, guys should be higher. I'm like, those guys are really good. <laughs> but you, re- you get to the some of the other one. And I love Bogdan Bogdanovich. I love Boyan Bogdanovich. I think they're both great. But to mm-hmm. me, they're also, I, I feel like those guys should be low. But Michael Porter, are you high on Michael Porter that he should be in this tier? Or do you feel like he should be a little bit higher? I mean, it's all about right now. Like Michael Porter could conceivably be what the third best player in the class, depending on what you're looking at in a given day. Uh, you got Luca and Trey. You're you're saying? Or- I mean, that's the problem with this class. Is it's just so good. We're gonna look back at, at this. And we're gonna be talking about them like '96, I think, in a real way. Because I mean, almost all these guys are gonna be making. Not all. I mean, poor poor Marvin Bagley. Uh, a lot of these Jeez. guys are going to be making, you know, close to their near max. It feels like out of the top, probably. Yeah. You just go through the list, and so I don't know. Like the 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 rubs against Porter seem to do much more with just he needs more time. I think he like he he got a lot better between year one and year two, and I earnestly thought he was the dumbest player in the draft, and his ability to to improve, um, where he where he did was really something. I I think that that we're. It's just if he was on a different team, it'd be it'd be interesting to see because his uh, some some of his skills aren't utilized to the maximum because the the Nuggets are simply so good. Right. Yeah. So it's like like his his rebounding. Like he is a dominant rebounder, and I don't think like the casual fan understands that. And rebounding is kind of an underrated skill in the league right now. I feel like yeah, really offensive stuff. Like he goes to the glass, and it's a he's a he's a bear. His rebounding is interesting in that it's pretty dependent on what position he's playing and mm. really what that means is who he's playing alongside. I sure. think when he was a power forward, dominant rebounder, when he was at small forward, not rebounding almost at all. So right. um it's kind of that to me his rebounding is actually really interesting because of how there does appear to be a, a control there. If I read off some of the names though on the other side of this. So that was the 4B. They those guys both landed in 4B. If we go to 4A, Brandon Ingram, DeMar DeRozan, Gordon Hayward, Jeremy Grant, by the way, Jeremy Grant ahead, even of uh, a Michael Porter Jr. Mm. Um, let me see what other, Robert Covington is a four A no. player. No, hard pass. <laughs> oh, Covington keeps getting traded for multiple picks. I mean, like, does that mean he's really good, or does that mean that people like like consider more of him? He's he's an idea. If he was a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. He would be the most coveted asset. <laughs> Robert Covington? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> be coveted. Uh, I, I'm so curious with this one. Also, it's funny because I think if you ask Nuggets fans like to rank the players currently, not projected future, but currently on the roster, 
at least 90% of them, if not more, would have Michael Porter ahead of Aaron Gordon without much thought. It wouldn't be like you could 1A, 1B. You'd be like, no, they're not in the same tier. Michael Porter is a more important player. And maybe they're wrong because I do think that Aaron Gordon, like what he provides is really important and it doesn't shine in every game. But it's just interesting that an outsider, as Seth Part now, has them as what do we do? <laughs> as Seth Part now has them as the same in the same tier. To me, that was really interesting. I did forget to mention though, in, in tier five, there was one Nuggets player. I forgot to mention this one. Uh, and actually, he comes in, is it five A or five B? He's a five A player, and that's Jeff Green. Jeff Green, a five A player. And here's the crazy thing of all the players in Seth Partnow's tier five. Jeff Green has the best contract or lowest contract, sure. the cheapest contract. I thought that was really interesting because I'm not that high on Jeff Green, but old man Jeff Green has worked out a career and is he's great everywhere he goes, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Function. you want him on your team. Yeah. Like, honestly, you want him on his team. If, he's, right. if team. he's your eighth or ninth man, you got a pretty good rotation. Well, according to this, he's a lot higher than that. Right. I mean, he's kind sure. of on. Uh, swap out. Doyle, we're going to do another tag. We're going to keep cycling right. here. Um, you have some hot Doyle takes. rules. I know. I can tell you have some real, real, real takes. No, I don't. Them. I just wanted to be on the show. I'm a <laughs> maniac. I love it. Um, Jeff Green, by the way, I think part of it is that Jeff Green looked like he might be really, really good at one point coming out of college and that he was more of a very effective rotation player yep. and at times overpaid, maybe almost sort of muddied the waters in terms of how he's evaluated so uh it is but jeff green's also like who is who he is there's no more like what's he gonna be and that's no, why it's, yeah. that's why it's interesting yeah, yeah. here um as we move up though here and now we get into the third tier the third tier here um they has it's funny i don't understand this it's actually of such a seth part now thing because there is only 5a okay there's 4a and 4b and then there's 3a b and c so what are these tiers? Why not just call them like rankings? <laughs> okay, all right. You, Sorry, you win. You win on that one. Um, you have to go all the way up into tier three B to get to Denver, and we have on three B Jamal Murray. Jamal many- Murray, and here's who he is alongside in three B: okay. Bradley Beal, Donovan Mitchell, John Morant, Mike Conley, Shea Gilgis Alexander. These are all players list. who are in. Three B. I think two guys on that. That's a good list. It's a good. I think most of that list is. Yeah. There are two guys. I think we're going to agree guys. on them. Who are they? Well, Conley. I mean, how many players John are Morant. left? John like, Morant. How many players are not? Has he not revealed yet? That's kind of my question. Because when you get to the, if there's like 14 guys left and there's only two tiers, so does that make that's sense? what it is. There's two tiers left, and it is the top 20 players. Okay. Okay. So, so we're talking. Jamal Murray is somewhere. But, so there are four players in tier three A. Mm-hmm. So Jamal Murray is in the is not a top twenty four player, but he's somewhere after that okay. in that tier. I mean, I like anywhere if if you're getting in the top forty, that's re- like that's a really good player. The Mitchell one's easy to put those two sure. side by side feels easy. I mean, if they're up there with Beal, then it, it feels generous, right? It's a good mm-hmm. it's a good placement. I do have to say, I I love him. I know at times there was a time when he was underappreciated. Might have swung the other way for Mike Conley. I mean, you just think about what Murray did in the bubble. There's not a a, a, a circle of hell in which Mike Conley accomplishes that. So. And Ryan Blackburn posted the game. I, I think I don't remember if it was game six or what it was from that Utah series where he was, I think, what, 22 of 25 or something in the game. <laughs> 50 points. Like, and mean, what, what, was the, what was it? Mike like 22 Conley, of 25 or 21 of 24 or something? Like, yeah. No, it was 80%. Harrison, I'm pretty sure it was like 80-something. Um, you need a little break here? No, I just have to go. Oh, <laughs> okay, Kirk. I'm, I'm also a Uber driver while here in Vegas for, <laughs> for a variety of, of people. I just, uh, just you know, there's a lot of people out here, and they've, had, they've I, I told them I'd give them a ride. I don't want them to hang out. It's a good excuse. They, thanks so much, Kirk. And Kirk, then come you're the back, best. Uh, Let's get drunk. You know, tonight. we have plans. We have plans here tonight. So let's go to I'm going to go through. Oh, no, we'll see you in three months. Oh, scouted out for us. Jamal Murray, though. Um, so, if you want to know the players he is behind. Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, Trey Young, Zion Williamson. Those are guys in 3A. Now, Zion, I'm actually kind of surprised, is only 3A. If you're going to do that, you got to put Porter higher. If we're if we're doing the what they could be, you think it should be higher, Zion? Yeah. <laughs> Zion did have the, what, 20 straight games of 20 points I guess, or more. Right, I might be under, yeah. He, he is in New Orleans. So. You have watched Zion play the Nuggets a lot, though. Yeah, and he, he dominates kills the Nuggets. The nuggets. 
Um, Drew Holiday, definitively. I, I, look, look, he's an NBA champion. What he did this year, sure. of course. Trey Young, even like okay, sure. Devin Booker's the one that bugs me, and I think we're the only ones. Yeah, we're, like Denver, we're never gonna win this popularity contest, but like, where's Zach Levine on this list? Uh, has he popped up? Yeah, I don't think. I think he's below. Yeah, he's in three C, so he is below, and I think that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, Booker just had that run, so I get that right now it feels that way. But again, I mean, if you want to compare it to the highs of some of these other guys, now that was Booker's first playoff run, so there's something to that. I don't know, he's an older age, but um, I mean, he did look great, answered a lot of questions about whether he can play winning basketball. So I don't want to gripe too much. I appreciate Booker. But I also maybe if he was if you had Mitchell Murray and Booker in a tier, maybe that would feel appropriate to me. It almost wouldn't. It would actually be fun. And they are look, they're all so jumbled they're together. All, but it is good. like those guys are it is going to be fun to see which one rises to the top of, of that group because they are kind of same age, you know. And now it feels like those guys have been really jockeying for position. You know, after la after the bubble, Murray's on top. Obviously, now Booker is. You know, it could be Mitchell this time next year right. because Murray's not going to play for a lot of this season. Right. Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so they could just be jockeying for a while. So, all right, let's take our final break. On the other side, we have not seen on Thursday we're going to get tier two. Not supposed to announce the breaks anymore, bro. Oh, yeah. Thursday we're going to get tier two. Friday we're going to get tier one. And what I want to ask is, one, where's Jokic going to be? Where does he belong to be? And how many players do you think belong in a different tier than him? Not ahead of him on our ranking, but in a different tier than him. And then also I just want to ask about projecting this next upcoming season where who's who's going to be the big riser mm -hmm. for the nuggets throughout this next season i have a hot take on michael porter all right we'll I, I failed miserably on that jersey challenge so i'm going to the bathroom while you do this break and i will uh, see you guys later <laughs> to puke or what oh to pee okay uh guys right now at illegal pete's They've got happy hour all day, all locations, or not all day, at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. $1 off your apps, $1 off house and coin style marks, $20 party marks, $1 off large chips and queso, and large chips and guac, free chips and salsa if you're drinking at the bar as well. So stop into Illegal Pete's today. Tons of locations all across Denver. They've also got one just blocks from the DNVR bar on East Colfax that we frequent a lot. We love Illegal Pete's. Yeah. So stop in there. I know. Like we had Chipotle the other night. Ugh. Didn't hit. Didn't hit quite the same as Illegal Pete's. Didn't hit the same. So stop into Illegal Pete's. Take advantage of that happy hour that they've got at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, right now at DraftKings, they've got a great offer for DNVR listeners. Another can't-miss offer. All you've got to do at DraftKings is, because college football is coming up, they're celebrating the start of college football season, uh, all you got to do is bet a dollar on a college football game, and you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. All you got to do, bet a dollar on a college football game. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what team you bet on. Uh, just bet a dollar, get $200 in free bets instantly when you place that bet. So shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook doing this for the start of college football season. Make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Finally, at StravaCraft Coffee, StravaCraftCoffee.com. We could use some right now. I've been drinking crappy Starbucks all, all week here. All I got here is Starbucks on the strip. Um, go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. Use the code DNBR25 if you've never ordered StravaCraft Coffee before. You're going to get 25% off your order. If you're a returning StravaCraft Coffee customer, use the code DNVR20 for 20% off StravaCraft Coffee pack with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, headaches, other aches and pains that you might have. Uh, if you're a returning customer, DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNVR25 for 25% off your order. Um, and I just during this ad break checked the the 
chat and I see him. This kid, can this kid, any your mic's no longer working. Maybe disconnect it and reconnect it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's still not working. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, all right, you tell talk some about yourself. We're going to get the uh, well, we were talking about who's going to be in tier one. So, I mean, should Nicole Jokic be in tier one? The tier is as big as you want it to be. It's you know, who has an argument for being in the tier of the best player in the NBA? That can be as many players as you think or as you want. Yeah, who's who is going to be in tier one? Giannis will definitely be in tier one. Giannis will definitely be in tier one. Uh, so it's just me. Okay. Wait. Okay. How about now? Can you hear us now? Uh, okay. Giannis would definitely be in tier one. Giannis in tier one. LeBron James. LeBron James would also one. be in tier one. I've got to think. Um. What about Kevin Durant, tier one? Kevin Durant, tier I one. I feel like he's tier one. That feels like a tier one. Uh if, Steph Curry, tier one. Oh man, is that yeah, he's a tier one? He's to tier me, one. he probably is. This is and here's where you get into James Harden. Here's where you get into I think I'm back. Yeah. Are you back, baby? I'm back, baby. Holy smokes. Uh James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, uh Nikola Jokic, the reigning MVP. Right. So I mean, I would put Nikola Jokic in tier one. I one A. Yes, I would put him in one A. I I probably have a bigger one A than a lot of people because I feel like best player in the league that can change a lot just on a night to night basis. I, know, I feel but, like, but then the the culmination of best player in the league you give an award to I don't know the MVP. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Like at, at a certain point, um, like we just have to all agree. Like he, he, we either like him or we don't like him. Like, you know what? Are, what are your questions? Like say, LeBron at his peak was in a different category, but if you if like if you're like nobody's in one A, then I would understand it because Jokic at this moment is not like prime LeBron. He's not like prime Michael Jordan. He's not even like prime Tim Duncan, in my opinion. Right now, I think we're in a weird point in the NBA where, as great as Giannis is, he still has like weaknesses that absolutely like, that are different than some of those other guys. So I, if you said there was no 1A, then I would say, okay, I understand if he's 1B. If you told me he was at the bottom of whatever the top tier is of current players, I could even understand that because, look, the ceiling for a LeBron, a KD, uh, a Giannis right now, like those guys can do some things. But here's the thing I want – here's the thing I wonder. Yoke just won a series against Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum with yep. Faku and Austin Rivers. He yep. did it in large part because he could do – like. It got tainted a little bit by going up against a far superior team that, by the way, beat a lot of teams this year mm -hmm. and him and just running out of steam. Also, by the way, I think Yoke been exhausted. But to me, I'm so curious how Yoke comes back this year. But I just feel good about like if it was mano y mano, like every all things being equal, there really is. Like, can he go up toe to toe against the KD? I, Absolutely, I, I think so. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's in tier one A with, with all those guys we just he listed. Has to be. I mean, he right. has to be. Otherwise, what are we doing? What, what, what is the point of the MVP award? I don't think he's going to be. Well, the MVP is how you played, and the ranking is more like how you play at your best. Because let's be honest, not, not it, that. But at his, it, if this was his best, it was the best in the league. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, not everybody cared about the regular season. I know. Well, that doesn't that. I don't, it doesn't factor into the tiers. That's what I'm saying. Is it doesn't factor into that? Yeah. Whether or not it should, maybe I mean, you can make that argument. I'm Here, here's somebody that I actually don't think should be in one A. Okay, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I don't think it. so either. He's ahead of Kawhi. Yeah, he's ahead of Kawhi. He, Jokic is definitely ahead of Kawhi Leonard. I mean, though. we had a series about it. There was a <laughs> yeah. We actually <laughs> just we're like, let's find out who's the better yeah. player. It was like, <laughs> but the funniest thing about that series, by the way, we're going back in time to the bubbles. Do you remember Kawhi on the bench afterward, like? He gave a face I'd never seen before where he was doing that scratch. It was like, yeah, I can't solve this. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. He's absolutely murdering us. Guys, we're going. You guys, I don't know how many people in the chat right now remember the real beginning of the, the NBR Nuggets live podcast post game show. 
it was actually this in the old lounge where we had like three mics. You know what? You know what? You know what's sad is it was better because we had four mics. (laughs) (laughs) It was better. It was better. We learned a lot of lessons on this trip here. Uh, We we learned what our uh, what our bottom looks like. Everyone's (laughs) come along with us and they've seen what it looks like together. So Michael Porter in that third tier though is one that's so interesting to me because he's the guy that just very clearly to me has the most to gain. And here's the thing: I'm a Michael Porter Jr. believer. I really am a Michael Porter Jr. believer. He's he can be frustrated this or that. He's in tier three B, which would place him somewhere between. We'll say 50 and 80. Between Jamal Murray and Mike Conley. <laughs> well, 50 to 80. 50, you know, he's behind Jamal Murray. Where at the end of next season's playoff, after next season, when these rankings come out next year, or these yeah. tiers come out next year, where is Michael Porter Jr.? So I feel like a lot of this conversation ends up, and we even fall victim to it, like the coastal bump or the or the middle yeah. depression, where uh, we, wa- we just watched Michael Porter Jr. have the most efficient shooting season in uh the third most efficient shooting season in the history behind of the Will NBA. Chamberlain. Behind Will Chamberlain, a guy yeah. who literally just dunked the ball. So yeah. does Michael Porter Jr. have potential? Yes, he does. Uh if he was on the Lakers, he would be in tier two. He would be he would be <laughs> he would be Kyle you know what I mean? Yeah, he'd be Mac McClunk. But but we 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 unfortunately are saddled with uh self reflection and humility. And so we also you know look at our players a little bit more critically I think than even they deserve. Like Michael Porter Jr. is a fantastic player like i've never seen a guy shoot but he also has flaws and those flaws work but we're really at the forefront that's the thing that's the thing because a lot of these tiers really boil down to like who is the best player at the highest level in the playoffs because being honest yeah the regular season counts but it doesn't count nearly as much as the playoffs do Yes, and that's why Porter, if I were doing this exercise, which I would never endeavor to do, so like as many shots as I've taken jokingly apart yeah. now, like all credit to him, he's he's much smarter than I, but uh, Porter's really hard because how do you, he is the guy where you go, okay, you see it, right? Every other week you see how his his ceiling. And the Lakers are playing a 2-3 zone in summer league. I just had to say that. Well, wins right. I mean, the warts in the playoffs matter. Like Porter's not that guy yet. I have full confidence he will be. Right, and he'll be a lot better in the playoffs next season than he was this season. Just yeah. like he was much better in the playoffs this year than he was last year. All right, let me give you three Cs. So moving up two spots here. Ben Simmons, Draymond Green, Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam, Russell Westbrook, Zach Levine. Okay, Russell Westbrook? <laughs> Westbrook's probably the hardest person to tier. Not for me, man. Like Westbrook went from being right uh, about rightly rated to now he's massively overrated, I feel like. Because everybody went from saying triple doubles meant nothing to all of a sudden totally reversing and say they're important again when he went on that streak again last year. All right, I'm gonna give you my definitive <laughs> rank. Yeah, I'm gonna give you my definitive. That was rank. some reversal. I think though, he's yeah. gonna be three B, which is where Jamal Murray is right now. Jamal Murray. Don't you think Jamal Murray's back. a little underrated on that just because uh, of the injury? Yeah, but but no, because you just gave the reason. I mean, like that is a reason. But I, I thought we just established that. Playoffs is where you, 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 right. your value comes from. I know, but like in the playoffs, the bubble was already 10 years ago. I think ago, this though. is trying to project this next season, meaning like upcoming, yeah, he probably won't won't be that sure that great. Like, I'm not, not trying to be, I, yeah, I, I can see it in that so. respect, yeah. But I think, like, if you talk about Donovan Mitchell and Michael Porter, can they be on equal footing in people's minds next year? I think he's that good that he can be a guy that people are like, I don't know who I'd rather have, Donovan Mitchell or Michael Porter. I think that I think he'll be there. The next tier up, by the way, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, Trey Young, Zion Williamson. I don't know that he'll be there. Not next, but season. I think he'll be right below that. Twenty top thirty player in the NBA. Yeah, sure. so I think you're right. Um, I'm hopeful. You're, you're right that he's going to be right there during the regular season. Like he's going to be an absolute monster during the regular season, Michael. Yeah, he's going to average like twenty three a game. I could easily see that forty percent from three, ten rebounds. Like he's going to be a monster in the regular season. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Like I think he's going to be. Definitely better than he was this year. Um, is he gonna make a huge leap in the playoffs next year compared to this season? I don't know. It'll be better. I don't know how much better. I think Kirk nailed it, man. I, I can't stress this enough. Porter has played far fewer high-level games than people realize. I know his right. age is a little yeah. up there, but yeah, the college thing didn't bit. actually really happen for him. Yeah. And then his rookie season didn't actually really happen for him. Then he had to battle through not actually playing through coach's decision. So it, he has not really had those reps, you know. Though what he didn't get done in the playoffs matters, but think about how long it took for Jamal, you know, in our eyes to really make that leap and get past the warts and become the guy we wanted him to be. Yeah. You know, 
it's been a really, really short runway for Porter here. I really love seeing him out here, man. I know it's silly, but like the one Nuggets guy we've seen out here. Nuggets guy we've seen. That's look, something. I'm sure a lot of the guys we've seen guys in the past, like Monte Morris, about Jamal Murray, and I'm, this year it's been just so weird. Maybe those guys will arrive. I mean, yeah, a little birdie told me maybe those guys will be in route, you know, later on in the yeah. week. So we'll we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Monte ter- heard us talking trash about him Mr. potentially Nugget. giving up the Mister Nugget <laughs> title. Yeah, he's like, and he's got to get out here and do some Mr. Nugget shit. He's got 100 pictures with bones. I love it. He will do some Mr. Nugget shit out here. Um, but we have missed those guys this year. But again, it's been a, it's been a weird one. I just, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm just still such a believer in Michael Porter's talent. And I, and I think he wants, that's the underrated part of him, is I think he wants it a lot more than people realize. So. Yeah, um, I expect a, a big bump. Jeff Green, I don't know if he's going up a tier. This might be a yeah, bump him. Wait, who can you? Who is Jeff Green in that tier with? Can you? Can Man, you? I just well here. I'll have to pull it. I think control right. F. Control. Is that what it is? No, it's right here. Because I was shocked sitting across the room when you rattled off Jeff Green. Name. Uh, so so tier five is the largest tier, Every, like the entire league. Yeah, it's it's, it's a <laughs> solid like. It's a couple hundred people, I think. Okay, like, wow. A, no, no, it's not a couple hundred. It's a, it's, it's like forty people. Um, Rashawn Holmes, uh, yeah. PJ Washington, Norman Powell, Nicholas Batum. Okay, I, mean, it's a, it's I see a, where this is going. Kyle Herter, you know, like Kevin. <laughs> Kyle Herter. Kevin Herter. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, of upstate New York, buddy. Watch your mouth. Davis Bertans. Okay. You know, there's a lot of players in this one. I think it's. Are, did we think any Nuggets player was going to be ahead of Jeff Green? Ooh, that's like, a good question. Did, did we think he'd be the next guy up, or did we think it'd be somebody else potentially? He, yeah, he, Eric, he's yeah. with Michael Porter. Yeah, right? he's with MPJ. Which is that's a smart ranking Honest, from Seth. Well, that's a, a smart ranking. Here's the interesting thing about Aaron Gordon is you know he's only 26. Like he has he could. Yeah, he's a year older than Chris Duarte. Well, there's one thing I will say about Aaron Gordon is you know he has been dealing with an ankle injury all this last season. Yeah, and so there is a world in which he comes back and is like significantly more mobile and athletic than yeah. he was this year, and maybe I, at that point. I did also watch R.J. Hampton not have a great game today. <laughs> <laughs> he had two. He had two very subpar back-to-back games. He, he, he <laughs> but he looked great, though. He did hit. He did hit the side of the backboard. Really? Yep. He missed a dunk. And he got the rebound, and then he missed the follow-up. And I was like, well, won the trade. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get out of here, guys, we appreciate everybody that rode with us. You know, This was obviously, we told you it was going to be a little bit of a sloppy one. The, the tech issues we've run into with some of our equipment have been eye-opening. So we'll, look, at uh, look at this. Look at this. Look at, look at, but this, seven, set, but look at this Look set. at the seven pixels behind us. That's beautiful Las Vegas, like, Nevada. Look at the fountains. The fa- no, we yeah, actually do have a good look at the Bellagio. You can see the this is actually there. the best view I've ever had in Vegas. Last night, yeah, last night we walked out and we re- reminisced at the joke. time that we uh, performed that super calculated heist. Remember when we oh, all robbed the Bellagio? Yeah, and, yeah. Really and then we, we just stared at the fountains for a couple hours. Just yeah, just reflect. We did it, guys. We, we did it. Um, tomorrow night we will have a post game show. We're <laughs> flying back during the daytime, but we'll be back home in Denver, Colorado. Beautiful Denver, Colorado. Oh, I miss you. Can't wait. I miss you so bad. We're gonna be back there tomorrow. So um, we will have a live post game show after the game tomorrow. I'm, I'm counting on Nuggets win. We're gonna get to see Bones Highland mm-hmm. uh, another time. Zeke Naji's bounce back game. I'm predicting it. I told you. Hop on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code DMVR and then place some money on the Nuggets because they're gonna win tomorrow. They're gonna win. It might be their only win. It might be their only one. So tomorrow's the feel good win. Uh, can I just give one last update um, for the podcast listeners? Tomorrow, Lakers are down four in the fourth. Why was that needed? <laughs> no, I just want them to know. Okay, man, Emmanuel quickly in, in Bones Highland, very similar. <laughs> Bo and I were talking about this earlier. They just they moved the same. The same. They what I was, the inside hand, the, the same, same hair. hair. It's like, it's wild. What yeah. we we're talking about is when I made the comp and you shook it off, only to adopt it like three weeks later. <laughs> this me? Yeah, that's yeah. didn't happen. Come on, man. Come I know. On, I'm used to you happen. by now. Um, but I, I am excited for that one, so we'll have that uh, we'll have that show tomorrow, guys. Everybody have a good night. Let's Later. Go. Don't call us to her. Right now, guys, at Hassle Cattle Company, they're giving away a really cool prize to DMVR listeners. They're giving away a $200 gift card and cooler to one lucky winner. It's easy to enter. All you have to do is head to the DMVR Sports Twitter page, click on the link to our pinned tweet. It's free. You can win money and a fantastic cooler, and you can get notified about all their best deals. 
Of course, speaking of deals, use the code DNVR10 at hasslecattlecompany.com at checkout to get 10% off your order every time. That's code DNVR10 for 10% off your order at hasslecattlecompany.com.